This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 361, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, March 30th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 361 as we take a look at the releases from the week of Wednesday, March 30th. Uh, this is a little bit of a quicker episode. I know I often say that, but for real, uh, this was a fifth week, so there was less comics that came out. Uh, and not only was that true, but also I didn't get a chance to read as many as I would typically read. But to be honest, I wasn't that excited by a lot of the releases anyway. Uh, so I only got a chance to read five comics from last week. Uh, first up, we have All New X-Men number seven. Um, this was, I, I thought it was a great issue. Um, very, you know, well-focused. Uh, it's written by Dennis Hopeless, who was on our last episode, episode 360. So if you haven't listened to that already, what are you waiting for? How are you listening to a reviews episode without listening to the amazing Dennis Hopeless interview? Uh, you got to check this out. So it's episode 360. Um, he's joined on this book, as as is usual, with uh, Mark Bagley, who is just absolutely fantastic. His art here is so good. Um, it's a, 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 a you know surprisingly riveting and um, like harrowing kind of story. Uh, you really kind of feel for you know what Cyclops is going through here, and it's scary. And you know Toad is creepy, and um, it was really really interesting, really uh, surprising. I don't know what happens next or where they're going to go from here, but um, uh, a darker tone than maybe the series has had uh, up until this point, but it was extremely well done. I give it a 9 out of 10. Fantastic read. Uh, next up is Batman and Robin Eternal. This is uh, issue number 26, the last issue. Uh, and it felt very ho-hum. At the, when it was all said and done, eh, I, I just wasn't super enthralled. Uh, story by James the IV and Scott Snyder. Script by Scott Snyder. Artwork by Scott Eden, Carlo Peg- Pegulean, Igor Vitorino, and Geraldo Borges. Um, a lot of creators on this. It was okay. It just felt like after all this time, like, it was, I don't know, more perfunctory. Like, just kind of having it all be this fight sequence with Mother and different characters kind of fighting her. And then Orphan showing up and, like, killing her. I just, I don't know. It I was not a huge fan of this book as I was of Batman, sorry, Batman Eternal. I know a lot of people seem to disagree, but I just thought that was a better book, even though, yes, it was a little bit more inconsistent at times, but I thought the highs were higher, and I thought overall it still worked out better, and I think near the end it definitely pulled itself together, whereas this felt, especially the last few issues, like it was just droning on and on. Um, and, I, you know, at the end, it definitely feels like we're just kind of, you know, setting certain pieces in place, but does it even feel earned? And I think in and of itself, you read this and then, you know, you get to kind of the end and now it's like, oh, well, one month later and after all this other stuff that happened in other books, Batman's back now. Like, it, And then it just kind of ends and it just feels like we're never really going to, even if Rebirth wasn't happening, it would already feel like. Maybe we're not going to get a lot of fallout from this adventure. Uh, or, or that we should have maybe gotten more fallout here. There should have been more of an epilogue. But as it is, the epilogue already felt forced. So I don't even know what I'm... I don't even know what I want from this. It just wasn't quite... It wasn't quite... I don't know. It, it, it lacked for me. I, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Uh, next up is Captain America, Sam Wilson, number 7. An uneven book in general because there's just so much going on in it. So many different stories. Um... So let's see. So we pick up. I mean, there's a ton of pages here. A lot of content um, by a lot of different creators have you know put this story together. Uh, I guess with the first story, I thought was interesting. Just having um, 
uh, Sam, you know, kind of teaming up with um, uh, Bucky, I thought was actually really cool. The whole issue, or not the whole issue, the main standoff element of the story is written by Nick Spencer. The art on the Daniel, on the uh, Steve Rogers part is by Daniel Acuna, and then uh, Angel Unzueta and Matt Zaki, or sorry, Matt Yaki, I apologize, were the artists on the Sam components. I actually thought I liked the artwork on the Sam components more. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not I'm not as against Daniel Acuna's artwork as I was years ago. I remember he was on Flash, and I really hated it. I don't mind him here, and I, I thought he actually did a good job. But I don't know. I just thought the first bit of the issue by the different creative team was much more vibrant. And then when Acuna's artwork took over, maybe it's not even Acuna's fart. It's more a fault. Maybe it's more of the color artist on Acuna's art. Um, it just It's a little bit more drab and not nearly as vibrant and exciting in terms of the colors. And that, you know, is a big deal because... And I, I can't even... Looking at it, I'm not even sure who did the colors here in this issue. Um, in fact, it might have been Daniel Acuna doing his own... I, actually, I think he might have done his own colors. So then it is Acuna's fault. Like, it's good art. I just wish that the colors were a little bit more vibrant um, and not kind of, again, a little bit so drab. And the ending with him kind of getting his you know, his youth back, it, it didn't quite feel as earned as I thought it should. Um and then we have a bunch of backups. Uh, there's Presentation by Josh Whedon and John Cassidy. Catch Me If You Can by Tim Sale, which I think is my favorite backup. Uh, Paz de Deux by Greg Rucka and Mike Perkins. So you got top flight creative teams. I really like the story by Joss Whedon. I thought it was really well done and um, a great kind of example of you know Cap America and a shield and what the shield really means. Uh, the story by Tim Sale was fantastic. It was just, it was too short. But it was just really great and um, just a great sensibility to it. And also, Mike Perkins and uh, Raku's story was also really great. Like, I thought the backups in a lot of ways were stronger, but they were able to be more concise as opposed to trying to fit in with a major ongoing storyline. Overall, I'm going to give the issue a 7. I mean, it was a little bit jumbled at times uh, just because there was a a lot going on, but uh, for the most part, the backups are really strong. They give you a lot of extra content. I thought the extra content was worth it. Um, it is weird, though, to get a Captain America kind of anniversary issue in a book called Captain America Sam Wilson. So most of the issue ended up being more about Steve than, than uh, Sam. And that felt just a little strange, just given the title. Uh, I mean, otherwise, it was still entertaining. Uh, next is Daredevil number five. Uh, this ended the current arc. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I feel like there a little bit more care has to be taken to what Matt Murdock himself is doing. Uh, but otherwise, there was a lot of good pieces here with the end of the Ten Fingers storyline. Uh, I like I like more of the developments with Blindspot. The big big seller here for me is their work by um, by Ron Garney. I think it's there's just something about it. It's so. I don't want to say different from his normal stuff, but it's just there's a certain sensibility that's so strong here, and Matt Miller's colors are a huge part of what makes this pop. Like there's just such a a different uh, visual look to it in terms of the colors than you've ever seen in a Daredevil book before, um, and it really really works. Um, so I thought this was really great. Generally, I mean. Maybe it wasn't the strong, maybe not great, but I thought the artwork was extremely strong. I, on the whole, I'm going to give it a seven out of ten, but I think the artwork here is definitely a lot stronger than the actual story, as we see the end of the Ten Fingers storyline. And last but not least, we have the um, re- most recent issue of Hercules. This is issue number five. God, I'm loving this. It's so good. 
Um, Dan Abnett is the writer. Uh, the artwork is by Luke Ross. His art is just absolutely fantastic. I love his take on Hercules and his world. Um, there's some just the choreography, the the way that Hercules and Gilgamesh look like it's just really fantastic. The way in which the the characters are written here, um, their interactions, how the villains are being uh, portrayed and developed. Uh, I'm super into this. Like when this started, I was like, oh, a Hercules book. I don't know. And then I picked it up and I was like, oh my god, this is great. And every issue, it just feels even better. Uh, this was an 8 out of 10. Uh, some of the books I did not get a chance to read include the following, and there's not a lot of them. Aquaman 50, Justice League of America number 8, uh, Omega Man number 10, which I believe is the last issue. Uh, Back to the Future 6, Ghostbusters International number 3, uh, Powerline is number 1, Saga 35, Amazing Spider-Man 1.4. I, I honestly am not even excited about reading this. Uh, Darth Vader 18, Drax number 5, which has been a, a real surprise and joy. Um, sorry, surprisingly enjoyable read. Um, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur number 5, that I've been enjoying as well. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, I just can't get into it. I'm just not a huge fan of the art. I've heard it's great, and I just can't bring myself. And X-Men 92 number 1. Um, looking forward to this coming week. Uh, and by this coming week, I mean today, since this episode is coming out on April the 6th. Um, some of the releases will be the Absolute Trans Metropolitan Hardcover Volume 2, uh, Batgirl 50, which is a nice $5 book, Black Lightning Trade Paperback, Bloodlines Number 1, Detective Comics 51, um, new issues of Green Arrow and Green Lantern, there's the Green Lantern Corps, The Lost Army Trade Paperback, uh, Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad April Fool's Special Number 1. A little weird to have it come up on April 6th, but whatever. They did what they could, I guess. Uh, new Suicide Squad number 19. Superman 51, which is part of the new Super League storyline. Superman Emperor Joker. I'm excited this is going back in print. I used to have the old trade, and I think I lost it or something happened to it. So I might have to pick this up. And now it'll hopefully be in glossier paper because the last one was on kind of the newsprint paper. Um, let's see. We got the hard co- Superman hardcover volume one, Before Truth. Superman, the coming of the Superman number three. They're really pumping that out. Uh, Wonder Woman Earth 1 by Grant Morrison. Uh, that's a, a big release. Uh, new issue of Mickey Mouse of Uncle Scrooge. Um, over from Image, we got Fix number 1 and Grizzly Shark number 1. I'm going to have to try those out. Uh, we got the, um, let's see, the Amadeus Cho Genius at Work trade paperback. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man hardcover volume 2, which is the last half of the last volume of Amazing Spider-Man in hardcover format. Amazing Spider-Man trade paperback volume 1 worldwide, which is the current arc. The launch of Black Panther by the new creative team. My son is making some chatter in the background. Black Panther by Christopher Priest, Volume 3, Complete Collection. Black Widow, Number 2, which I've read half of, but so far I'm loving it. Color Your Own, Civil War, Trade Paperback. Contest of Champions, Number 7, Daredevil by Frank Miller, Omnibus Companion, Hardcover. I pre-ordered it, and now I think I have to cancel it. I think I own too much of it already to bother getting it again. Invincible Iron Man, Number 8, Invincible Iron Man, Premier Hardcover, Volume 1, Reboot. Marvel Universe by John Byrne Omnibus. That's exciting. This Marvel Hardcover Volume 2, although there's an Omnibus coming out in a few months. Old, uh, New Avengers, Old Man Logan, Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man 3, uh, Spider-Man 2099, Spider-Woman Alpha, also by Dennis Hopeless, who was on our last episode. Star Wars Poe Dameron, Uncanny Avengers, Uncanny X-Men, and a new issue of The Vision as well as a new uh, printing of the X-Men Age of Apocalypse Omnibus. So thanks again for joining us today. This has been episode 361. Our next episode 
will be an episode where we um, I interviewed Christo Scage, which was a lot of fun. That'll be episode 362. And 364 will probably be our conversation with J.M. DeMatteis. If you have questions, send them to comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like the show on Facebook if you want. Rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks once again for joining us for reviews. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.